Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Tuesday, January the 18th, 2022, and I would like to thank all of you so much for your patience, whether you come and check us out on YouTube or whether it's, you know, a Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I will get right down to it. If any of you folks did not check out my Instagram, uh, YouTube post, Twitter uh, uh, tweet about what I was feeling, I believe I ate something that gave me a little bit of food poisoning, and now I'm coming off of the latter half of it. Yesterday was really tough, and now today's much, much better. I do have a little bit of, of fatigue, but I do have uh, just enough energy to be able to continue with the show. So I, w- I would like to thank all of you that normally rely on, you know, Monday mornings, Monday afternoon, uh, cracking episodes for your patience. But anyways, let's jump right into it. So we actually have quite a bit to delve into, because the last time we did a Kraken, I believe, was last Friday. So... Um, we're, we're slowly approaching a week since it's been a crack, and so let's d- uh, jump into it. Excuse me. So first and foremost, um, Dr. Fauci, the U.S. chief medical advisor and his wife, had $10.4 million in, in investments at the end of 2020 newly released records show. Now, the reason why this is so significant is because if I'm being completely honest with you folks, I'm not an investigative journalist, but just looking at the data that came out pertaining to Mr. Fauci's finances, there's nothing that seems to tie Mr. Fauci directly into some type of conflict of interest. With that being said, though, there is a conversation, in my humble opinion, to be had that, you know, again, should a multimillionaire be advising the average person out there who, you know, is struggling and all that, that can't go to work anymore because they, they're, uh, you know, being forced to be uh, mandated, I got to be careful because of YouTube, but you know what, what I'm getting at there, by someone who's got tens of millions of dollars tied up in investments, regardless if they're investments in medical companies or not, which at least the documents that have come out now don't seem to show that they are, but the point being is that when you have someone saying, okay, everyone, you know, to an entire country, let alone the United States of America, stay home, folks. Meanwhile, this guy's got millions of dollars in the bank, and he's making way more than a quarter million dollars a year still, you know, running this whole, again, trying to quote-unquote mitigate the pandemic, as I would quote others. So a conversation has to be had in that regard. Um, again, I would I would leave that up to you folks. I'm not trying to say this out of bad faith, but to decide for yourselves. It's Again, I got to say that uh, I have to say that I'm not leaving this up to bad faith because it's gotten to the point where saying the sentence, decide for yourself in a true, genuine fashion has been used and weaponized by the mainstream media of trying to say, oh, look, it's propaganda. Meanwhile, they're the ones writing articles telling us how we should think. It's literally written in the headlines. Anyways, the next thing is that the 10 biggest U.S. airlines have warned that the impending switch-on of the 5G mobile phone services will cause major disruptions to flights. They said the start of Verizon and AT&T 5G mobile phone services planned for Wednesday would cause a completely uh, avoidable economic calamity. Airlines fear that C-band 5G signals will disrupt planes' navigation systems, particularly those used in bad weather. The warning was issued in a letter sent to U.S. aviation authorities. With respects to what we cover on Patreon and the more you know esoteric angle, I'm going to leave that there for you folks to sort of put the pieces together for yourself, particularly because, of course, it's a, it's a crack in... And we'll be delving into that actual um, headline and article much later on. With that being said, though, if they're concerned about 5G, it's curious to see, you know, these aviation authorities, what they're going to do about this. We see that there seems to be some type of... um 
left hand, please forgive me, left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing type situation here with respects to the government, with respects to Verizon, AT&T, with respects to the airlines, which only furthers my, again, proposal that something here is being rushed, something non-human. I'm not trying to lead anyone in any direction, especially because this is a Kraken episode, so I'm just going to leave that there. The next thing is that the Beijing Winter Olympics app that all games attendees must use contains security uh, weaknesses that leave users exposed to data breaches, analysts say. The My 2022 app will be used by athletes, audience members, and media for daily COVID monitoring. The app will also offer voice chats, file transfers, and Olympic news. But cybersecurity group Citizen Lab says the app fails to provide encryption on many of its files. China has dismissed the concerns, end quote. Again, it's now been recommended that, uh, believe it or not, these Beijing, uh, the, all these athletes traveling to Beijing for the Olympics get get more than one, in some cases, burner phones. Because again, they've been advised that if the CCP is spying on you for the sake of data harvesting relative to other, you know, um, geopolitical events going on in the world right now, and that's just the ones that we know of, you're going to want to be careful. So again, it would make sense why the CCP would say, oh, don't worry about this. This is nothing. With this, At the same time, though, we also have to consider the fact that it's possible this private cyber cybersecurity group, Citizen Lab, is being paid to maybe obfuscate or exaggerate some statements about this My 2022 app. I'm not trying to defend the CCP at all. I'm just saying we got to be vigilant. So... The next thing is that DirecTV, one of the largest U.S. pay TV providers, plans to drop OAN, One American News Network, according to Bloomberg. Look, th this is when, it, again, this is the thing, right? One American News Network has actually been taking away views, if I'm not mistaken, from Fox News, because Fox News, generally speaking, was one of the few conservative outlets that would really sort of hone in the mass audience of the conservative base across America specifically. So... Again, they are a private company, if I'm not mistaken, so they DirecTV, they can do what they want per se. I can't help but think, if I'm being honest, this is just my view. I could be wrong. Again, the Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch, they may be behind this in the sense of like, listen, they're, they're, they're hitting our numbers, therefore hitting our profits a bit much with Fox News. Hey, DirecTV, you know, again, whether officially or off the books, you know, you make some phone calls and then all of a sudden they drop OAN. I, I'm not, this is just a thought I have just to stimulate some type of, you know, um, free thinking speculation. Some may call that a conspiracy theory, but again, take that as you will. So the next thing is that days of sightings of drones over key Swedish sites, including nuclear plants, have prompted the country's security service to take the lead in an investigation. Three nuclear sites have been targeted and sightings have been reported over airports and the royal palace authorities have not speculated on who is behind the mysterious drones uh police and the coast guard are searching the sea and islands around stockholm local media reports um i don't know if this is some type of extremely advanced intelligence operation excuse me relative to drones being used or if this is ufos like i mean with respects to alien craft or maybe you know reverse engineered alien craft being used by a foreign adversary of of humans at an extremely secretive level or if it's just purely extraterrestrial interest in these nuclear sites um this is what's hard for me to sort of uh decipher if you want my uh, humble opinion here folks excuse me one second so again, I'm gonna I'm not gonna make a conclusion because it's it's hard to say. It it really is hard to say with respects to what happened there. Again, we it never went away. To quote Dr. Eric Davis, these these craft never went away, still causing aviation havoc, still, you know, appearing over nuclear facilities. The, just because the topic faded away after years and years of ridicule in the media doesn't and you know, the public surface level of society doesn't mean this ever went away whatsoever. So the next thing is that according to Germany, the president of the State Protection and Counterterrorism Agency, hopefully I don't butcher this, verify 
Verfassungsschutz sees, quote, new scene of enemies of the state, end quote, at protests against COVID restrictions, which can, quote, no longer be clearly assigned to right-wing or left-wing extremism, end quote. Assuming I interpret this statement correctly with respect to new scene of enemies of the state, which can no longer be assigned to right-wing or left-wing extremism, there's a few different ways you can look at that. It depends on how that statement is to be interpreted. Um, this... Again, this was said by Germany's president of the state uh, of the state protection and counterterrorism agency. In my humble perspective, folks, this could mean essentially more justification to crack down on every angle of things relative to the justification of oh, foreign adversaries may be using their intelligence agents to sort of insert themselves. At the same time, this could, and I say this very carefully, be viewed in a positive sense for the sake of covering every angle in the sense that okay, this this uh, president of the state of protection and counterterrorism agency is not just saying, oh, it's right-wing extremism. This, I mean, we could argue from a certain perspective, there is progress in the sense that it, there's consistency, that there is, in fact, left-wing extremism as well. With that being said, though, when we take an even larger step back, then we must think, okay, hold on. Are they just going to throw us all into one bucket in order to justify more uh, authoritarian lockdowns? So, again, there's a few different angles we've got to view there. The next thing is that the U.S. National Tsunami Warning Center has just issued a tsunami advisory in effect for the entire West Coast in Alaska in the wake of an undersea volcanic eruption near Tonga a few nights ago. And I quote, dangerous waves possible. Uh, we will follow up on that shortly. With that being said, I, again, I got to be careful because of the whole climate change thing, but... It's possible that something... I'm, I'm, read between the lines here, please, folks, because i got to be careful because YouTube, but something caused Tonga. Whether natural or not, again, I'm going to leave that there. But the next thing is that there are large protests in Vienna, Austria, <clears throat> excuse me, against compulsory vaccination and COVID restrictions. Um, again... This is what if the people are protesting, they got to be listened to, even if they're the, the minority in certain regards. Again, this is one of the, the sort of, I guess you could say, moral and ethical debates about uh, how a democracy should and could and would function. And I really do mean that. So, again, at the end of the day, it's, it's hard to um, it's hard to say if I'm being completely honest, because then that gets into the whole thing of how should a society be set up ideologically relative to its culture. And it's a con it's a whole thing. So uh, the next thing is that these drone like objects that were uh, were observed at the same time over the Forsmark and Oscar Sham nuclear power plants in Sweden, police statement said. So again, to former former uh, to continue to substantiate that. Maybe E.T., I don't know, seemed coordinated. And if, if not E.T., then my gosh, you got to have some really advanced tech and you got to really have a, a good timing with respect to pre-planning and a, what, what many in the intelligence community call a shaping operation in order to do that. But, you know, it could very well be human. Uh, the next thing is that a peer-reviewed large PSM study from Brazil finds, and I quote, regular use of ivermectin as a prophylactic agent was associated with significantly reduced COVID infection, COVID-19 infection, hospitalization, and mortality rates, end quote. For YouTube, the study was published in the Curious Journal of Medical Science. So again, this is I'm citing them directly. I want to be very clear about that. There's no way they should take me down for that. The next thing is that a hostage situation at a Texas, uh, Texas synagogue in uh, Coleyville, an angry man could be heard on the still ongoing Facebook live stream. Uh, police and FBI were on the scene. Uh, hostages were then rescued. The suspect uh, is dead. FBI says, quote, his demands were specifically focused on the issue that was not specifically threatening to the Jewish community, end quote. Um, at the same time, shortly before that, Facebook ended the live stream uh, from within the, the synagogue, if I'm not mistaken. And the last words heard from the unknown man were, I'm going to die. 
Um, again, just to repeat, the FBI says that his demands were specifically focused on one issue that was not specifically threatening to the Jewish community. Um, let's follow up on that to see if we get any more updates. Uh, and uh, look, I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I, they could, the FBI could be lying too. I mean, with respect to the, the the formal reasoning and all that. And I'll tell you why I say that. Not just because of obviously having you know Miss Maria Farmer on with respects to reporting to the FBI about Epstein and all that stuff, but at the same time, we got to think: could it be possible that you know foreign adversaries or intelligence agents are using? through you know multi-pronged sort of uh what's the word um layered insulated compartmentalized individuals you know uh terrorism as a potential threat we, we got to genuinely consider that and i'm i'm ser i'm being serious um so i mean it, it's really hard to say in, in my humble perspective uh the next thing is that compuls i mean again the only people that suffer are the innocent people right again and not to get religious or anything like this if there are people simply wanting to pray respective to their religion doesn't bother me don't see no don't see any problem you know again it's unfortunate when someone comes in and does something like that it really really is it's terrifying it's traumatizing the whole thing uh the next thing is that compulsory vaccination in austria starts at the beginning of february for all citizens over the age of 18 fines uh, up to a maximum total of 3600 euros from mid-march chancellor neymar claims vaccination is quote the best guarantee to live in freedom at a press conference um this final draft law for compulsory vaccination will be sent to austria's national council next week um it also says here that pregnant women recently recovered persons and persons who cannot be vaccinated for medical reasons are exempt from compulsory vaccination no prison penalties thus the more wealthy can quote buy their way out so to speak yeah basically if you're if you're a, a, a mother it, it, very sadly in austria with a handful of kids a single mother especially working a couple jobs uh, barely making ends meet but you're just making ends meet and then this comes along I, I i seriously feel for you i genuinely do the next thing is that australia in australia the world's number one tennis star novak jovic uh, jokovic excuse me deported after losing his visa battle he just left the country Again, you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, to follow up on that, the government of Australia said they do regret this, um, if I'm not mistaken, but I will follow up on that shortly. The next thing is that more than 270... Excuse me, more than 270 medical experts have called out Spotify and Joe Rogan for spreading COVID-19 uh, misinformation in an open letter. It turns out, the, quote, the authors of the letter and the vast majority of its signatories are not medical doctors, end quote, according to author Jordan Schachtel. Uh, again, that is according to Jordan Schachtel, if, I'm, if I hopefully pronounce his name correctly. Um, I haven't looked into this myself, so I'm not trying to pass the blame on, uh, but... Yeah, again, I mean, it's pretty clear that there's an attack. It's tit for tat. It's a chess game. Um, the next thing is that China's economy expanded 8.1% in 2021, the fastest in nearly a decade and well above the government's annual target of achieving a growth rate above 6%, according to the state media. They could be lying, but at the same time, again, presuming this whole thing, I got to be careful because YouTube was a plan to fracture world economies. When I say this whole thing, I think a lot of you know what I'm referring to, you know, the the thing that's leading to the force mandation of the beep boop <laughs> i wouldn't rule it out i really wouldn't but i again this is why it's all speculation because they've lied the media's lied so much on a global scale <clears throat> excuse me the next thing is that yemen's iran-backed houthis attacked the uh, uae multiple drones caused explosions in musafa uh, and near abu dhabi international airport leaving at least three dead and six injured 
Yeah, um, this is the thing. Again, the only people that suffer are the innocent ones. That, that's what it comes down to in my humble perspective because, it, it, I mean, again, whether it's the Houthi rebels or the UAE, they're all living in their mansions or the rebels are living in a, you know, quite, you know, strongly guarded place, I would imagine, with weapons, presuming the definition of rebel is being interpreted accurately on my end. Um, yeah, the only innocent people are the ones, for example, at the airport just trying to travel. Really. Um, again, we also have to consider maybe it, those individuals at the airport were targeted. Maybe they could have been intelligence agents, but we have nothing to go off of for that. And at the same time, we, to be fair, we can't, I'm not, honestly, we got to question the whole thing. So <laughs> the next thing is that uh, according in Germany, the Robert Koch Institute has shortened its recovered status uh, immunity through natural infection from six to three months after a COVID infection for the health pass and justifies this change with, quote, the current state of science. End quote. Again, this is directly citing the Robert Koch Institute uh, out of Germany. Um, I'm going to leave that there. I'm not even trying to say that out of bad faith. Take that as you will. So again, the Robert Koch Institute has shortened its recovered status. Excuse me one second. Uh, immunity through natural infection. All right. From six to three months after a COVID infection for the health pass and ju uh, justifies this change with the current state of science. Again. Take that as you will. The next thing is that Klaus Schwab has opened the World Economic Forum's virtual Davos agenda and introduced China's Xi Jinping. I'm going to leave that there. I'm really not trying to imply one direction or the other. Klaus Schwab's introducing Xi Jinping. I'm truly not trying to influence your folks' perspectives. Take that as you will. The next thing is that the world's 10 richest men doubled their wealth from $700 billion to $1.5 trillion during the pandemic, according to a briefing published before a virtual summit of world leaders being held under the auspices of the World Economic Forum. Again, this was a briefing published before a virtual summit of world leaders. Uh, take that as you will, right? The next thing, and I quote, we have disinformation that is entirely destructive to a comprehensive public health endeavor, end quote, says uh, Dr. Fauci at Klaus Schwab's WEF virtual summit. Um, again, take that as you will, and I really do mean that. The next thing is that, uh, this is where it gets interesting, uh, just to show you how they're all in on it together. So according to Reuters, out of London, England, Britain's Prince Harry is challenging a government decision that he should not receive police protection when on British soil if he covers the cost himself, his legal representative said. Harry, Queen Elizabeth's grandson, and his American wife Meghan have quit their royal duties in 2020 to forge new careers in LA, Los Angeles. Subsequently, the couple have relied upon a private security team. However, Harry's legal representative said that these arrangements did not give the prince the level of protection he needed while visiting Britain. Quote, in the absence of such protection, Prince Harry and his family are unable to travel to his home, end quote, the statement said. It cited an incident in July 2021 where they said his security had been compromised whilst leaving a charity event due to, to, due to the lack of police protection. Okay, the reason why this is all coming out in the sense of, oh, look, Prince Harry wants to pay for his own security and all that, these guys cover for each other. One thing I want to make a point of is that in the lawyer's statement, presuming I'm accurate in this and I remember this correctly, the Daily Mail leaked out that Prince Harry wanted to pay for his own security and they were going to let it happen. But because it went public, it became a whole thing. How would it look if the royal family doesn't pay for um, Prince Harry's security and then, you know, he fights back saying, I want to pay myself. It's a show, guys. 
uh, it, it was, excuse me, it was even removed, excuse, let me read this here, sorry, um, the only reason he really couldn't go was because this leaked to the, the to the Daily Mail and was then removed after with regards to everyone saying, oh, the Daily Mail leaked it. It was even removed from Harry's lawyer's statement, but it was screenshotted before it was removed from his lawyer's uh, first drafted statement. Point being, it's all a show, folks. They all protect each other. It's all a theater. I really do mean that. So uh, the next thing is that Biden will spend a Martin Luther King Jr. Day in Wilmington, Delaware, as he believes, quote, that even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's death did. End quote. I'm going to leave that there. I'm not even trying to be sarcastic, but I, it's not for me to comment. So if you think that Martin Luther King's assassination wasn't nearly as big or dramatic as George Floyd, I, sure, I guess that's your opinion. Um, Although, where's the media? If I mean, if we're being consistent, if Trump had said that, I bet you the media would have lashed out. Uh, but they would have said, oh, how dare he compare? He should put them on the same plane. Something like this, right? They would have used anything to weaponize. But the next thing is that Hong Kong orders pet stores selling hamsters to seize operations after several rodents, quote, tested positive for COVID, end quote. 2,000 small mammals to be traced and culled. Some hamster owners were instructed to quarantine. I'm just going to leave that there. The next thing, because that could be anything. That could be a seed for some type of intelligence. I, who the hell knows? So I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, the next thing is that according to an Israeli study, a fourth vaccine injection shows little effect on Omicron infections, increases in antibodies only, quote, slightly higher, end quote, than following the third dose, according to abcnews.go.com. I want to be very clear for YouTube. I'm quoting this right from there. So again, the next thing is that, again, and also to be fair, though, it, to be fair, a lot of you guys say, Dave, you never trust the mainstream media. And why do you trust them now when they say this? I'm, I, to be fair, I'm not trusting them. I'm just saying for the sake of YouTube not banning me. That's where this is coming from. Uh, the next thing is that mask wearing UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson claims, quote, nobody told me. End quote, that the number 10 lockdown garden party, the wine time Fridays or whatever it was, was against the rules. Oh, how beautiful. Nobody told them. That's it, guys. Let's leave it alone. Okay, let's move on. The next thing is that the great... Uh, okay, now this I want to quote directly from Disclosed TV. The great reckoning begins, they say. The political future may well, be, uh, may well belong to those who can and will restore the liberties that lockdown measures tore away. Quote, almost no leader anywhere in the world can claim their pandemic strategy was a success. End quote. That was Disclosed TV citing that the sentence I just said in quotes here from The Telegraph. So, again, I, I gotta say, I'm not saying there's hope. This could be part of the plan overall, to be honest with you folks, to give the masses some hope relative to some type of, you know, redirection of mass consciousness type thing, right? Sort of like maybe like a 9-11 when they said, we're gonna hit Iraq, we're gonna go after Iraq, and everyone f out of pure emotion, yeah, right? And then only it took some time later on to realize, wait a minute, what the, why did we go there again? Right? So... Uh, it could it could be the, the same type of situation, if I'm being honest, right? The next thing is that Scotland is planning to end all Omicron restrictions on Monday, First Minister Nicola Sturgeon has announced. Um, all Omicron restrictions, okay. Uh, you know, I don't know with respects to Scotland what's happening there. If anyone who lives there that watches the show, I know there are a few of you. Love you. Thank you so much. If you want to comment on YouTube with respects to what's happening, please, by all means, I'd be more than happy. Uh, the next thing is that Omicron and other variants... Uh, excuse me, administration of multiple booster doses at short intervals would not uh, be sustainable in the long term, end quote, according to the e European Union drug regulator EMA. Quote, repeated administration of COVID boosters with very short intervals might reduce the level of antibodies that can be produced at each administration, end quote. 
I don't want to make any connections where there might not be any, but is this not what Peter McCullough and Robert Malone warned about, in a way? I mean, again, whether we can argue about whether Dr. Malone is the, the inventor of mRNA or a large contributor to it, but when you look at his patents and then you look at him when he said on Rogan, this whole thing of jabbing every four to six months, I don't recommend this. I mean, when the guy who's arguably played a very significant part in the creation of this text says that, and he still works for the for DITRA, Defense Threat Reduction Agency, and the Pentagon, and the DOD. You might want to listen. And I'm not trying to say that in a way of let's blindly listen to Dr. Malone, because that would be just as bad as blindly listening to the mainstream media. But let's also think outside the box here, folks, right? So, and that's another thing too, by the way. I just want to point out, if Dr. Malone is such a bad person, why has he received billions and dollars of grants from DITRA, from the Pentagon? Like, you know, why does he work with CIA agents? Anyways, the next thing is that Sudanese barricade uh, the streets as a strike over protest deaths begins. The anti-coup resistance committees and political parties call for two days of civil disobedience in Sudan over killings by the security forces. Again, I don't agree with that, but my God, I, I'm not trying to say we got to... Jeez, this is tough, man. This is this is the problem that lies and war lead to. Just spiral downwards. You put yourself in more and more of a mess. I don't even know what to say. I'm going to have to get back to you guys on this. I don't know what to, what my personal opinion is, so I don't want to just ramble on when I don't have one. Uh, the next thing is that according to the United Arab Emirates, Abu Dhabi makes booster vaccine mandatory for entry. The government health app says visitors no longer considered fully vaccinated un uh, unless they have received a booster at least six months after their second dose. Again... UAE, it's tough to be able to say, oh, just listen to the people. Because, again, UAE, beautiful place, beautiful people. But with respects to the government there and the controlling hierarchies, it's going to be tough to, to defy that. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to be realistic. No disrespect whatsoever. But if this is what the people are okay with and I'm being consistent, I'm trying to be consistent, look, so be it. Um, the next thing is that Iraq faces growing violence as political rift deepens. Attacks this week underscore the challenges to forming a government away from ethno-sectarian power-sharing uh, arrangement. Again, this is my thing, just like with Afghanistan, should that even be our problem? And I do know that we have some people that do live in Iraq that listen and watch the show. So I would uh, um, uh, rather redirect your perspectives, my good friends, because I speak with you guys actually every so often to see how things are going there. To what you guys think you're on the ground there you're there it's not i i don't know again it's not for me to say i would very kindly ask my friends in iraq would you prefer to solve the issue within the country itself or do you want outside help right i, I that's what i would do the next thing is that a houthi a drone that houthi drone attack that we covered earlier exposes uae vulnerabilities say analysts the deadly houthi attack jeopardizes the united arab emirates reputation as a haven for tourism and trade pushes it towards caution with iran say analysts now here's the thing i'm going to be completely honest with you folks in my perspective as I was assembling my notes for this particular point of the Kraken here, could it be, it's, see how we see, uh, we see here, and I'll repeat it for those on audio, Houthi drone attacks expose United Arab Emirates vulnerabilities, say analysts. Who are these analysts? Who are, the, who are these analysts working for? Who are they being paid for? Could this be possible? Could this Houthi drone strike have been a, a, um, a, a false flag operation? I'm really not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but honestly, to justify more security? Honestly, I, 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 we got to ask these things. But again, the mainstream media will make these questions that we're asking here point to, oh, look, conspiracy, conspiracy. 
and what you guys haven't anyways you know where i'm gonna go with that the next thing is that the saudi or it could very well be just a basic statement with nothing behind it but you see this is part of the intelligence angle of things so uh the next thing is that saudi-led coalition launches deadly air raids in yemen's sana'a Sana'a, hopefully i said that right residents say that some 14 people were killed in the yemeni capital the day after a suspected houthi attack again killed three people in the uae so they did retaliate retaliate again it's violence begets violence and and i mean whatever uh the next thing is that Tur- I'm sorry, not to say whatever with respects to the alleged innocent people that were killed in the Yemeni capital. Again, I don't know if these people that were killed, were they targeted? Were they not? This is the thing. So I don't mean to dismiss their lives as just whatever, but you guys know what I mean. The next thing is that Turkey defies European deadline to release Osman Kavala from jail. The Council of Europe repeatedly called for the jailed businessman and philanthropist to be released by February the 2nd. Again, it's a chess game. And the, the only... Uh, the, the pawn here is the... Um, is Osman Kavala. Uh, Turkey defies, uh, assuming I have the context correct, again, Turkey defies the European deadline. The lira is dropping, right? Erdogan probably feels like he's being attacked from multiple angles that he cannot speak of publicly. This is his way of saying, look, you think I'm going to do that? Screw you. So, uh, assuming I have the context, though, folks. The next thing is that a Palestinian family is protesting East Jerusalem home displacement. Uh, Israeli forces surround Mahmoud Salieh's house in an attempt to force his family out of their Sheikh Jarrah uh, home. Now, okay, before I comment on that, I want to read the following story to sort of show the consistency I'm trying to keep here of human on human, not Palestinian versus Israeli or vice versa. So, we have Israeli forces, according to Al Jazeera, allegedly surrounding Mr. Mahmoud Salieh's house in an attempt to force his family out of their Sheikh Jarrah home. We also have to keep in mind that this was reported by Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera does tend to side with um, with with um, with Palestinians. Now, I w- before you turn away, I want to be very clear here. T- take a look at this next story, also reported by Al Jazeera. Palestinian killed by Israeli army after alleged stabbing attack. A Palestinian tried to stab an Israeli soldier at the Gush Etzion junction, junction a- and has been shot dead by him, army says. So we then have, to be fair... We then have these conflicting uh, narratives relative to what Al Jazeera is reporting. And I say this because, again, I think this could be a great way to apply this method of thinking to, to other things. So first and foremost, Al Jazeera reports these two stories, right? Well, let's look at this human on human, not Palestinian versus Israeli. If it is true that Al Jazeera reported it accurately, and I would say this for any other news outlet too, that the... Uh, that Israeli forces surrounded unjustifiably a Palestinian home in East Jerusalem, that's terrible. What the, trying to remove the guy who's just trying to live terrible. With that being said, this Palestinian who tried to stab an Israeli soldier and the Israeli soldier then acted in self-defense and killed the Palestinian out of pure self-defense, assuming that story was reported accurately too, I'm going to have to side with the Israeli soldier on that one, assuming that is what happened. You see what I'm saying here, folks? I'm really trying to play it down the middle. The next thing is that crypto investing is alive and well in Turkey thanks to Lira woes. Uh, despite a government crackdown and high-profile exchange collapses last year, Turks are flocking to crypto as a hedge against uh, uh, as a hedge against lira distress. I don't blame them. Don't blame them. I th- that's as simple as that. I mean, it could also be possible that the average person is being paid, or maybe their agents um, uh, that have been paid by people, you know, uh, Erdogan's operatives to sort of invest in crypto as a sign of saying to foreign adversaries, "Hey, we're going full on crypto. I don't care what you do to our lira." Or it could just be that the people are investing in crypto on their own. It could be, you know, we got to consider all the options. 
The next thing is that De Beers, the mining company, aggressively hikes diamond prices. The world's biggest diamond producer has raised prices 8% at its first sale of the year, sources told Bloomberg News. Yeah, again, launder. it could be used for laundering, could be as simple as they want to profit. Greed begets greed, right? Power cannot help but show how powerful it wants to be. So I'm just going to leave that there. The next thing is that Kazakhstan's ex-leader denies conflict with successor. Nazarbayev described himself as a retiree, saying full power was in the hands of President Kasim Jomart Tokayev with respects to what happened last week and the week prior with the coup and all that. I, you know, I don't, at this point, unless we were there in real time or have some mechanism like, you know, project like a chronovisor to look back and see what truly happened without, you know, because science can't really, science doesn't lie. Uh, if, if we had that chronovisor to look back in the ionosphere of certain instances geographically of wh who was really involved in the coup or uh, of trying to defend against the coup and who wasn't. At this point, we're never going to know, guys. It's just denying lies, this, that, yada, yada. So, the next thing is that Muslim girls wearing hijab have been barred from classes at Indian College. A group of Muslim students at a government college in Karnataka state has been forced to sit outside the classroom for weeks now. This is, I know, this is a conflict within India. I've spoken to some people who live in India saying this is very, very political and divisive. I don't know where I stand on this, mainly because I don't have full context relative to, again, you know, uh, um, what's going on in India with respects to, you know, Muslims and, and, and the other different cultures there and groups, so to speak, and religious groups that have issues. Um, I want I, I, I almost don't want to say this, but from what I've been told, it's sort of similar-ish to the Israeli-Palestine conflict and sort of like, you know, the, um, uh, the Armenians and the Turks, the whole thing. I mean, it's all over the world, right? Uh, again, I don't, sort of like even in Italy, for that matter, I could speak on personal experience, you know, the, the North and the South really hate each other. So it's, it's again, I, I got to follow up because I want to read more into it before I give my personal opinion. But unfortunately, the only ones that suffer truly are, again, these, these, these students who just want to learn, assuming that's the case, right? The next thing is that a Mexican journalist was shot dead outside of his home. Margarito Martinez, 49, who covered police and crime, was fatally shot near his home in Tijuana, near the U.S. border. It's been known quite strongly to have, again, cartel presence. Doesn't surprise me. Maybe he was onto something. They had to take him out. And I hate to say to sound so robotic about that, but that's simply the way it goes. Uh, the next thing is that a Texas, the Texas synagogue gunman was actually known to British intelligence, according to a report following up from what we just reported on earlier. MI5 investigated Malik Faisal Akram in 2020, but he was no longer considered a risk at the time of the attack, uh, BBC says. Again, I understand that these intelligence agencies do a good job of thwarting a lot of terrorist attacks that the public never even finds out about. I get that. But at the same time, you're going to want to put a dragnet on all citizens when you can't even catch a guy like this or when you say you let him you let him go off the off the the terrorist list or whatever list you had him on. It just makes you think. And I'm not trying to provoke. I'm not trying to say this out of bad faith. It just makes you think. Right. If you can't get the guys that actually do the damage, why you why are you surveilling the ones that generally don't like you and I. Right. The next thing is that. Antony Blinken plans to travel to Ukraine amid fears of Russian invasion. U.S. Secretary of State visit comes after talks between Moscow, Washington, and NATO failed to make progress last week. Yeah, it seems like the U.S. is, is sort of caving a bit in the sense that, okay, let's go talk this out because I think they feel the seriousness from Putin. I could be wrong, but just my take. The next thing is that, again, as I said earlier, Australian open organizers deeply regret Novak Djokovic, uh, Djokovic excuse me, saga. Uh, Djokovic was approved by Tennis Australia and the state of Victoria for a medical exemption to the country's strict COVID vaccination rules. But again, he left any, you know, take that as you will. The next thing is that... Well, he had to leave, so to speak, because there was that whole riffle there, sort of like with Joe Rogan. I believe he had a comedy thing in Vancouver this coming March, I believe, a comedy appearance, and he did get a medical exemption because he's not vaccinated. But then the uh, city of Vancouver, 
got a got an exemption from Joe Rogan's exemption. They went out of their way to do that. So <laughs> take that as you will. Uh, the next thing is that UK peers vote in favor of making misogyny a hate crime. The move comes as the House of Lords delivers a string of defeats to Boris Johnson's government over its controversial uh, police and crime bill. Assuming that's what the people want relative to the, the politicians they voted in, so be it. Again, uh, presuming this is as clear-cut as stated, I see nothing wrong with it. If I'm missing context, please let me know. But again, misogyny, hate crime, no one really benefits from that except for just more negativity, right? So again, but I also want to be careful of not conflating hate crime with what the mainstream media is trying to say is, you know, extremism when in some cases it's not. And I want to be careful saying that because hate crime is real. Let me be very clear. But again, the weaponization of those labels and obfuscational titles seems to create, you know, again, excuse me, a... um a bit of a, a, an issue in that um, in that regard relative to how people interpret it relative to propaganda. So the next thing is that North Korea says its latest test involved tactical guided missiles. Uh, excuse me, sorry. North Korea had fired two suspected ballistic missiles, Seoul says. The short-range missiles fired from an airport in Yongyang are North Korea's fourth weapons test this month. North Korea says the latest test involved tactical guided missiles. Leader Kim Jong-un has said, quote, military muscle, and quote, necessary for self-defense, but repeated weapons tests to draw international concern. Again, um, you know, this is a whole other thing, too. I don't know what's... With North Korea, it, it, it is a chess game, don't get me wrong, but I don't know what kind of chess game this is. I really don't. Or maybe it just be so, it, it's such a dumbfounded chess game they're playing that I, it, it's really that dumbfounded. I don't know, which is why I don't want to speculate. When I say dumbfounded, I'm referring to the launching of missiles constantly. So, uh, The next thing is that um, reports of significant damage in Tonga after the eruption and tsunami. Governments and aid agencies try to access extent of disaster amid, quote, challenging communication links. This is when I got to be careful because of YouTube, folks. But again, we see all over the place. Please read b between the lines as I say this here. A lot of scientists saying, um, oh, my God, you know, we, we can't uh, we don't have access to the satellites. We can't see what's going on. This is extremely frightening. And maybe it is. Maybe it honestly is. But again, please think for yourselves relative to this event. Look into the event. Look into what's going on and then decide for yourself. And I really do mean that. I respect every and all decision and perspective. Uh, the next thing is that. Oh, excuse me. Well, much remains unknown um, because, again, it's apparently one of the few instances where they, the scientists cannot see what will happen next because the satellites are blocked off. So take that as you will. The next thing is that NATO chief has invited Russia to, t to new talks as Ukraine tensions mount. But Moscow says it must have answers from the West over its security demands before more discussions can take place. Not trying to side with Putin here, but again, as I've said, the West and specifically America relative to, um, uh, excuse me, the, uh, uh, the U.N., European Union, NATO, all of that, they really have the largest influence. Let's be real here, folks. On paper, obviously not. They don't, but realistically, let's be real. So I could see why Putin said, no, 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 to Europe. I want to I get a direct answer from America first, and then we'll talk to Europe. I could see why he said that. I mean, to, not defending him, but smart move. I mean, strategically smart, not saying that what Putin's doing is good, let me be clear, but strategically it's smart. Just like what I had said a couple months back about Trudeau with the snap election. Totally disagree with it, but it was smart. So um, the next thing is that Microsoft is planning to buy Activision Blizzard in a $69 billion metaverse bet. Found in 1979, Activision is home to some of the most popular game franchises in the world, such as Guitar Hero, Candy Crush, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft. Take that as you will, folks. I, I, I genuinely mean that. Uh, take that as you will. 
I mean, we can see where that's heading realistically. Uh, does I don't need to explain to you folks, but again, I don't want to influence one way or the other because maybe you folks have a perspective that I don't that will help collectively incorporate a larger view of things. So the final thing, let's see how long we've been actually going for. I think we've been doing quite a catch up here. Uh, almost 40 minutes. Wow. The final thing is that the UK gives Ukraine anti-tank weapons as Canada sends special forces. This move comes as Russia denies US claims uh, that is looking for a pretext to invade Ukraine. It's a chess game, guys. It's a chess game. So again, take that as you will. With, with that being said, we have a, uh, a public episode coming for you folks later today. Thank you so much for your patience relative to me being off. I may not be putting out as much content over the next 24, 48 hours on both the member side and public as much as I would have initially planned to because my energy levels are slightly fluctuating because of this food poisoning. Um, I think I'm pretty sure it's food poisoning. But with that being said, thank you so much, folks, and we'll catch you all very soon. Cheers.